Pod After Dark is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. <laughs> Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken by ours and ours alone are not those of any other brother. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Tis After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. You know we're live when you can hear someone coughing through the opening bumpers. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome to the snug bar of the mouse's head, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul D. <laughs> and and who else do we have with us? Paul from yeah. Window to the Magic. Oh, fantastic! Welcome aboard, Paul. Welcome to our our humble cor- corner of uh, merry old England. Yeah, sorry about the cough there during the intro. <laughs> Oh no, we, we're not going to argue it. It proves that you know we're live in front of a studio audience. As they, yeah, first, as they say first in thing I, sitcoms. First thing I want to know is who does that? That you know, growing up is optional. Who who does that? That's great. <laughs> well, I love that. It, that, that. That was a professional. We had to pay. We, we call him voiceover man. Voiceover man, beautiful. <laughs> yes, it shows. That's good stuff. That's oh. that's his uh, superhero identity. Of course, uh, yeah. can't reveal his public one. Oh, no, I, no, we've got gotcha. you. We've got several people who maintain their identities on this show. Uh, we're, we're, we're not one of them because we come on and say, hi, I'm Paul, unless that's a code name. But no, no, it's nothing that exciting. I'm afraid. Gentlemen, how are we all? Yeah, good, thanks. Doing good. That's what I like to hear. Um, should anyone want to get in touch with us, uh, how do they go about doing that? Well, of course, they can visit us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash disafterdark, or they can... I've done this all wrong, haven't I? I've done Mr. Dolan's bits. No, it's, I, 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 I have no idea. It's, it's, been a long, it's been a long couple of weeks. I said, I'll do, I'll do Mr. Dolan's bits. Yeah. I'll do Mr. Dolan's bits. Mr. Dolan can try and do yeah. mine. Yeah. So uh, you can find us on Facebook for social media people at facebook.com forward slash disafterdark or Twitter at disafterdark or Vine and Instagram and Pinterest and all that stuff as well. Yeah. No, you've done Paul B's bit as well. No. That's all right. Because I've, I've forgotten to introduce the beer as well. I know, well, that's the problem, really. I'm feeling uh, my throat is parched and I can't understand why. I'm finding it difficult to say. You can also find us at, on our website at www.disafterdark.com or you can e- email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. And you'll also find us on Window to the Magic. But seeing as we've gone completely out of order against the fact that I wrote the show notes anyway, gentlemen. As we are sitting in the snug bar of the mouse's head, what are we drinking? I'll go for first, get it out of the way, on, because I'm, I'm playing Des, uh, so I've just got a nice, cool, 
oh, they make that hiss noise it's supposed to when it opens, of uh, a, a bottle of uh, Pepsi Max. Of course, other colas are available. They're just not quite as tasty. Uh, and they sell Pepsi somewhere in Disney property I'm sure even though Coca-Cola are the biggest sponsor yeah they, or, it's or under like the that. it's under the desk yeah, yeah. under yeah. the counter yeah. Right. yeah you have to ask it especially Mr D I've got a bottle of Magnus Irish Cider and I've got it's berry flavoured for uh, for autumn and the Halloween season and to awesome. make fun of my last name apparently different spelling <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Oh, and our our deep voiced American friend. Are, yes, are you the, jo- joining us with a beverage of choice? I'm 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 the guy with the American accent. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've I've, I've got uh, because obviously I've got a cough here. I'm uh, joining you with a Mountain Dew throwback made with real sugar. <sighs> so what what do, they, what do they make the other stuff with then? Fake sugar, aspartame. Yeah. No, it's the because um, I've had the um, the Pepsi throwback, and basically, I think is it corn syrup they put in it now? Yes. And it used to, it, they didn't used to put corn syrup in it, so um, that's one of the the main things. And in all honesty, it does taste completely different to the stuff you drink now. It's, it's quite yes, it crazy. Does. It's really good. Well, I've um, the closest I could get to a Disney theme. Um, is the little-known film of Chicken Little. So I have gone for an old speckled hen. I, I actually really liked uh, Chicken Little. Well, when I say that, I liked Fish Out of Water yeah. as, a, as a character in that film. Fair yeah, film, wasn't, film wasn't so bad. Fair is enough. it close enough that I like the fried chicken on Main Street? Is that, yeah. is that good? Yeah, that'll do, <laughs> that'll do okay. as well. Any kind All of right. tenuous link we can come up with, because we've kind of... We, we, we've strayed away from our, our tenuous link to roots. That actually, that can't. That you saying that, Paul, actually reminds me. I, yesterday, I was eating um, some fried chicken in a well-known, uh, well-known uh, Southern uh, American franchise restaurant, and across from me was a, a South African come Portuguese uh, chicken place, and they had uh, a man in a costume portraying a cockerel. Um, it did not put me off eating my bits of fried chicken, I must say. No. Yeah. <laughs> but there, was, there was a bit of irony, of course. But. <laughs> oh, well, so the, the other... Po- Mr. B, Mr. B. Hang on a minute. I can't say Paul B, because that's me as well. Yes, you. Um, <laughs> our colonial friend. Um, yes. Would you like to introduce yourself so that any listeners that we've got that Window to the Magic didn't have, which I can't imagine there are that many of, um, <laughs> wh- where would we find you? And, and tell us a bit about your podcast. Well, I'm, I'm sitting right here, and I do a podcast that's pretty much not like any of the others. Um, you know, I, I, I love your, your tagline of it's just like, you know, all the others, or pretty much like all the others. It's just perfect. Because Window to the Magic has always been one of those that people say, wow, that's like nothing else that is out there. And the reason for that is because Window to the Magic, uh, I actually go into Disneyland live every week with microphones stuck in my ears and i record adventures now i hear you giggling in the background that's excellent i i i want to get into the technical ins and outs of that what equipment do you carry around with you because i'm yeah it's it's actually you'd be surprised it uh it's about the size of an iphone and uh fits in my uh, pocket of my shirt and then a wire goes up the shirt and uh up the back of my neck and to my ears and it sounds like a lot like an iphone yeah, kind of. It's uh, it's actually the actual 
model is the H1 recorder oh, from a Zoom. Zoom. Yes. Yeah. And um, and I wear that and the microphones and the mics actually sit in my ears. And it actually just looks like I've got a set of headphones on. And uh, I walk through the park and it records better than CD quality audio. And uh, then I bring it back and uh, edit all the boring parts out sometimes. Uh, it's, it's lucky that technology has moved on that audio recorders are that size now yeah uh, actually one of my other co-hosts uh, Magic Joe he does a show called My Disneyland Memories uh, he's been going into Disneyland since 1960 and he started with a reel to reel tape recorder <laughs> that's just awesome as a backpack not, yeah. and not very conspicuous yeah. either yeah. No, he he would uh, he he would go into the park. He would buy it at the time a paper bag, a Disneyland paper bag, and then walk out and put the recorder in it. And so, like the the best example of this is when you're listening to the Country Bears. Um, he's listening, or you can hear the sound of the bears in the background, but you can hear the crinkling of the paper bag, <laughs> and the sound of the reels going. As they spun, so but uh, we're basically an audio adventure podcast. You go into Disneyland once a week. If you listen to it with headphones on, you'll hear it in three dimensional. I don't know if you've ever heard those sound files where you put mm. the headphones on and it sounds like you're getting your hair cut. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exact same thing, except instead of your haircut, it's Disneyland. And the best thing about it is Drew Carey doesn't come anywhere near it. That's correct. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you. That's right. You've been to uh, Florida. So yeah. you've. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Same thing. And uh, it's just the sound of us going into the park. Um, this is going out today or tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, this week is a, a really good example for people who want to listen and hear what we're talking about, because I have a, a co-host that's in Florida. Jeremiah, and he does the same thing with the exact same equipment, and then he sends it to me. Well, we both went out to the Unleash the Villains events mm -hmm. at Florida and Anaheim, and we recorded what happened that night in those parks, and then we put together a show that shares the similarities and the dissimilarities of the two Um and you get to hear all of the awesome villainness that occurred. Mm -hmm. Sounds like oh, a good excellent. one. Yeah. Is, it, is there a lot of editing involved then, Paul? Um, you know, not that you're ever going to hear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> good I, I like to use the same kind of answer when asked that question. <laughs> yeah. If, if, uh, if you want the long answer, I can tell you a cool story. Go. Cool. You go far away. Yeah. We, okay. we, we've had Jim Hill on. We, we like long answers. Uh, if you've had Jim Hill on, then I have nothing to worry about. Um, yeah, I actually I sent a, an audio recording off to Magic Joe one time, and I said, here, listen to this recording of uh, me walking into the Jungle Cruise. And I sent it to him. He listened to it, and he said, yeah, sounds fine. What's you know, Nothing needs to be edited out or anything. And then I sent him another sound file, and as... As he was listening to the second sound file, first off, it was Disneyland and me walking into the queue. As he got further into the queue, all of a sudden, Disneyland started to fade away. And all of a sudden, it just became the music that was playing in the background. And 
what he found out that I had done is I had walked through the queue and I could hear the music for uh, the, uh, the radio loop that was happening, but it was too quiet to actually hear. But it was boring if you didn't hear it. So I took the source audio file, I did a stereo expansion on it so that it had the same sound space that the Q has in it. And then I went through and I listened and I spun the sound the same way that my head is spinning in the audio. So each time I went around in the queue and I, you know, turned around 180 degrees, I spun the audio so that the music would stay in a constant place. And he, he sent me a few choice four-letter words after that because I had fooled him completely. <laughs> that takes some doing. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. And, and like I said, nobody will ever know which show it was or where it happened. It just, it just happened. Just happened. Seamless. But yep. I've been listening to Window to the Magic for quite a few years, and I've never heard any choice four-letter words. And I find that surprising. I'm assuming those get edited out. Oh, Yes. <laughs> yeah, listen for the people saying, you know, that was really up. <laughs> <laughs> because there's an edit in the middle there somewhere yeah, with yeah. a few choice words. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not talking about a particular balloon-based Pixar movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, if you want anyone, I've got my audio recorder. If you want anything to record Disneyland Paris for you. Um, oh, I'd I'm, love I'm, it. I'm more than happy to wander around. I'll have to excuse the fact that occasionally you might get a, hey, get off that! Or, <laughs> Sophie, no! <laughs> well, well you know. that's fine. <laughs> that, is, that's is that them telling you to get off the the stuff? Or? Yeah, that, that, that'll be me stopping my yeah. kids from climbing on things they shouldn't be climbing on. Oh, I thought that was you getting in trouble for climbing. Me? I don't ever get in trouble. What would it be, La Fenetra to the magic? <laughs> yeah? Oh, especially, hey. a very special show for them, yeah. <laughs> other Other languages are available. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, like Hong Kong Disneyland with a jungle cruise boat tour in a non-native language. That's the funniest thing <laughs> I've heard in a long time. Yeah, one of, one of these years for uh, for the April Fool's show, we're going to go to Universal here in Hollywood and take the Mandarin backstage tour. <laughs> now, the first year I listened to your show, Paul, uh-huh. I, I knew nothing about the April Fool's shows. So around the beginning of April, I downloaded this show, and it was it was somebody on a bus, just going around and around on the bus. Yeah, and it, and it was about thirty minutes, I think, before I realised there's something wrong with this podcast. We're not getting anywhere. We're not <laughs> arriving anywhere. Yeah, well, yeah. The name of that show was a a trip to the Adventurers Club. Right, and that that was Terry and I. We started at uh, at the Contemporary Resort. We got on the uh, the Pleasure Island bus, mm-hmm. and we we uh, we took the bus. And unfortunately, the guy was having a real hard time driving the bus, <laughs> and uh, he kept running over curbs and all kinds of things. When we finally got out to Pleasure Island, we uh, took off and went across the street and made sure they had the water we wanted for later on that night. And then got all the way to the Adventurers Club and hand them our passes. And they said, "Welcome to the Adventurers Club." And I played the end theme. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because it was a trip to the Adventures Club. Dude, I didn't say we were going in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get that part of my life back again, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, wait. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, well, anyway, um, on with the show as we normally do. Uh, it's this bit. A view of the news with Disaster Dark. 
so what has been happening in the wonderful world of Disney? Oh, Disney. All right, then. In the wonderful world of Disney and or Florida-based and or elsewhere-based theme parks. Well, I mean, the only reason I say that is because there was something I wanted to bring up if no one else brought up outside of Disney. Well, you go first, then, and let's see if anyone does <laughs> go, oh, I was going to... Okay, well, really, it's the news that kind of broke after our last show. We didn't really get to talk about it. It was the fact that um, bosses at Universal have pledged $500 million a year for improvements to the parks for the next few years. That's a lot of spondulics. Mm-hmm. God, that's... that's Yeah. That's, I'm, that'd I, get, I, you, that'd I, get you, like, three tangled bathrooms, wouldn't it? That's right, exactly. <laughs> I think... Um, and a bit of change. I think that was just the American parts, although the amount does sound more like it, it could be the, um, the other Universal properties as well. But I think they're, they're really focusing on the two. Now, you know, what I want to point out is, you know, a few, quite a few episodes back now, I declared Avatar Land dead because nothing was happening with it. Um, although, you know, they've since turned around and said, no, no, it's definitely happening. It made me look like a, the mug that I am. But, um, you know, Universal have announced this. Um, Harry Potter expansion is opening up next year. Mm-hmm. They've just been promised all this extra money. And I believe they've just cleared out a little bit of area in Animal Kingdom to actually start on Avatar Land, which they announced almost three years ago. Um, don't want to say Disney are looking a little bit silly right now, but... Mm. But, but Disney are looking yeah. a bit silly yeah. right now. That's, that's, <laughs> we're gonna make you fin- we all went silent because we're going to make you finish that. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I mean, that is that just not crazy sauce? That sounds like ridiculous. Yeah, that's like. Oh, I don't know. They're certainly ploughing the money in. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're opening up attractions left, right, and centre, and all other parks, domestic and international. And that's the Upping thing. The game. Yeah, mm. I, I think that's that's what it is. I mean, you know, we all love Disney. It's the reason we do these podcasts. But you know. The last few years, Universal have really been stepping up what they've been doing. Um, you know, Harry Potter, the, the first part of Harry Potter was was brilliant, and I'm, I'm guessing this next one will be just as outstanding, if not better. Um, Disney countered with Avatar Land, which still hasn't been built, and New Fantasyland, which has been a bit of a damp squib. Yeah. I know we're getting Snow White Coast next year, uh, and that will be, I'm sure, quite good. But it just feels like they're just, I don't know, they need to do something. They need yeah. to do something. Yeah. Indeed. Well, the, the, the other thing is, I mean, a lot of people were worried that Universal were putting too many eggs in the Harry Potter basket and that the movies were done and that, you know, that it was going to fade, I guess. But, of course, she's announced now another book, hasn't she, and another movie franchise. That's right. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Like a yeah, pretty cool what's, what's funny about that is that they're supposed to be paying her five hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> so I think, I think we know ah. where the money's going. Everything joining, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh dear, oh dear. Mine yep. was. I haven't got anything quite that exciting, or or anything that discussion worthy. I just noticed that the monorail beams are going to be operating reduced hours. Because uh, of all the work going on at Grand Floridian, I BBC. think they're also out there with the big, um, with the seismic uh, 
tester going over the beams and making sure they're not cracked too. I saw I saw a big device being pushed around the monorail track uh, earlier today, uh, and I think yeah. they're uh, it's like an X-ray machine. Yeah, and, and it looks for cracks. Yeah, at least they care so. about that. Not like sending some half-assed like oh, yeah, it looks alright. Yeah. yeah, well, it's not like they have a backup, <laughs> you know. I mean, if yeah. the rail goes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mono rail. It, the, the name's implied, right? Well, not not stereo. Yeah. If uh, if the Simpsons told us anything, it's mono means one and rail means rail. Yeah. yeah. In an explanation of uh, of monorail. Yeah. Of course. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, bless him. Uh, I, know, I know. And did you guys see the Disney side? Disney wants guests to show their Disney side. It's a new, a new Disney Parks blog campaign. Yeah, show your Disney side. Show your Disney side. That could be interpreted so wrong by people. <laughs> Pretty much where I was going to go with that. Especially, yeah. especially Craig Lucas. <laughs> That's my immediate thought. Sorry, Craig, but it is. <laughs> but, <uh-oh. laughs> but we know you too well. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically what I'm getting at. Um, so, so, Mr. Donan, explain a bit more, or is that all you know? Okay, so... It's a it's a new campaign, I guess, and there's a new website, um, DisneySide.DisneyParks, and there's a couple of different pieces to it. I think so. You can it looks like you can upload photographs of yourself doing things at Disney, and then also you can upload little videos, um, share videos on Vine, and actually they've put a couple of sample videos on there. I guess they've they've done them themselves. So, and there's a, one or two of them's quite funny. There's a guy sitting at a desk who puts on some Mickey ears and a crown. I won't tell you what happens, but that's worth a watch. So, I, I guess it's just trying to get people to go on this website, upload photographs and videos, and then also you can there's a link to a planning site, um, so they can draw you in really to to plan your your Disney vacation. Oh my God! You mean the entire thing is, is to get you to go to the park? Did I did I blow it there? Oh, sugar! I am. Oh my! Uh. And there was us thinking they were doing it out of the goodness of their own heart and for well, entertainment they, they, purposes. They probably that's probably just me, right? Blame me. Oh dear, oh dear. Anyone else noticed anything? Um, uh, every other, po- I, I've noticed that every other po- we 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 proclaim to play just like any other podcast, but we've completely avoided mentioning the guest assistance card that has just gone through the roof in the last month. And, yeah, actually, and we're behind that's, the scheme. That, that's yeah. a good. That's a good point. Actually, I've been I've been reading a lot about this the last few days. I'm interested to hear. I've got my own opinion of it. I'm interested to hear. Um, anyone else's? I, I thought any discussion of it would run the risk of us losing just about every listener we might have from one point or another. This, but, I don't think necessarily. Well, I, we, I, I think you know. I I haven't got any experience. I don't have anyone that's ever needed one, um, except my one. wife does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I've got a, a fair number of listeners uh, that are uh, blind. And uh, I've got some uh, some listeners that are uh, disabled, can't stand in lines for very long, and a couple that are a combination thereof. Yeah. And uh, and of course, my wife has recently had back surgery and that sort of thing, so she has trouble walking and and that sort of thing. And and these changes are actually welcomed by everybody that I know uh, because it's very difficult to use the uh, the GAC 
cards as they are now because there's so many teenagers running around, you know, swapping out who's going to ride in the wheelchair for this one, mm. you know. And uh, and now they're going to swap it out to where it it makes much more sense. It's a lot more fun uh, for us because we can do things, mm. and it's a lot more fair to everyone all the way around. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's there's, there's a lot of people hating on it without it even being tested. Yeah, those yeah, are the people yeah. that that abuse it. And, well, and, I mean, and a few people giving it the uh, oh, that's it. I've, I've I've noticed on a couple of other forums, it's like oh, well, I don't even know. We were thinking of going there this year, but or we paid our deposit, but we're thinking of cancelling now because of these changes because my child won't be able to enjoy it as much. Mm. It's like whoa, 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 it hasn't been tested yet. That's an awful overreaction to cancel an entire holiday. Yeah. So, I just I mean, want to know where they had dinner reservations so I can take them. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, the thing is, I don't think anyone is suggesting that they shouldn't have any scheme like this. I think the problem is, you know, as as mentioned, the abuse of the system as it was. Yeah. You know, whether it was, um, you know, kids doing things like that with wheelchairs or the stories that came out earlier this year, which has really, I think, prompted this more than anything else of uh, the, the rich families hiring um, a disabled person to be with them so they could use the scheme in that way. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately, when things are abused in that way, they have to take action. And there's no way, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in that situation, there's no way you can keep everybody happy all of the time. So yeah. it was going to upset people. But I think that the fact that they've done it uh, in such a way where they've not said, right, you know, you, there's going to be no, no kind of, I want to say benefit, that's not the right word I'm looking for, but there's, there's no advantage to you from, uh, you know, going on attractions where you're disabled, but um, you, st- you still get something on it. So, you know, you don't have to wait as long, you can kind of go back at your designated time, a bit like a um, single rider pass or something like that. Yeah, slightly more but, advanced fast pass. Exactly, yeah. Want. And, and that's it. So the thing is, they've not. T- they, Disney could have turned around if they really wanted to and gone right because the system's being abused. No one gets, you know, anyone disabled doesn't get any different differential treatment than somebody who's abled. They could have done that, but what they've tried to do is still keep it a little bit fair. Yeah. You know, and and I, I think I don't see any other fair way of them doing it. You know, and it's a shame. But again, like so many things in life, it's only a small minority of people have ruined it for everyone else. And it's a shame that it's it's a side of life, unfortunately, that you know that, that people rely on benefits when they're in those kind of conditions. And so it is. It's terrible that they're being affected in that way. But you've got more ones to thank for it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. I wondered if we were going to cover it eventually. I thought on your soapbox, Nick. I thought that might have made you mad. Uh, it, it, it does, but to be honest, I, th- I th- you know, again, I think you've got to quite, try and be quite diplomatic about it. Otherwise, yeah. people do start doing it. So I think you do need to speak about it in that kind of way. Um, because, yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement that, you know, there does need to be something in place. It's just how it's implemented. And, yeah, um, yeah I'm, glad that, I'm glad they've still kept it. Um, and I just want people to give it a chance before... They write it off completely. And let's be honest, if Disney do this now, in a year's time, they, there's faults in it or there's loads of complaints because it's not working properly, I'm sure they'll go and look back at it. But they've had to take action. They've had to stop the abuse that's going on at the moment. Um, and let's see how it goes. Yeah. Indeed. How, how very mature and discussionary 
of us. Yeah, can we go back to like, talking about right. something rubbish? Hang on a minute. So, <laughs> so, oh, oh, sorry. You've go. you got to say something. Question of the day. <laughs> What's the FAQ? Uh, I probably moved on too quickly then. But hey, This is know. the problem with uh, live recording. Ah, uh, it's not, not a problem at all. Not everyone gets the chance. There we go. Now, I, I, I have actually, we have had someone ask us a question over email. Yeah. So, uh, and, although probably truth be told, I have actually recently got around to checking our email. <laughs> it's, it's probably more the truth. Um, yeah, we had a, an email, hello from the UK, from Jess. So thank you very much, Jess. Um, I don't know why hello from the UK, because three of us are in the UK anyway. <laughs> so, so yes, hello back to the UK from here. Yes. Hello from down the street. <laughs> um Hello, me and my family of 12 are visiting Walt Disney World and the the Orlando area again in April 2014. And I was just wondering if you have any idea if the mine train will be open and if the magic bands will be available. I just, can I just point? Yeah. I'm really glad that when you read that email, you said they're going in spring 2014. (laughs) Because if it's not been read for that long, it could have been, we're going in spring 2013. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that's not the case. Yeah. Um, well, I think, unfortunately, um, the answer to the first part of that is um, we don't know. No. Um, I, I'd heard something about opening first quarter 2014 or early 2014, and that's a Disney early. Ooh. Yeah, I heard something about spring, I think, yeah. initially. Um, so there's a possibility, if not, you might get lucky and get what they call a soft opening. I mean, the, the positive on that is the fact that they have um, they launched the first train. I think yep. it was last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, just like the, the dummy runs. I think it was um, with no power. No, under its own gravity. That's right. That's the term they Dopey runs, I think they're calling them. <laughs> and it, and it, mo- it made it most of the way down the track this time, so they're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other, other dwarfs are available. Um, but... Um, yeah, so, I mean, there, there is every chance that, you know, when you go, it will be. Um, but unfortunately, like with anything like that, it's tentative at the moment. Disney will announce it nearer the time. But I think, you, you know, depending on when you're going, the chances will be good. However, my Magic Plus band, um, as we, we talked about recently, they have started to roll out, haven't they? Mm-hmm. So, yes, they will be available. We can answer yes. that half of the question. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you get to hear uh, Jeremiah use the Magic Bands. On uh, on this week's window to the magic, plug what a plug, plug plug. What a plug! You like that? That's well a good one. Done. Well, that is. Well, that was seamless. That, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, if I hadn't brought attention to it, it would have been great. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't think of anyone anyone previous guests that have actually done a better plug than that. No, <laughs> no, no, that was, that was spot on. Maybe Lee and Tracy, but uh, they were close. <laughs> If you like my plugs, you should see my segues. Anyway. I had to mention that, that he uses them because you can't hear it, and it's an audio-based podcast. <laughs> so when you hear him walk up and somebody says, right there, okay, have a good day, that's the, the magic band. Do, there's no should, noise. Should, there's no do, nothing. Do, do, do you ever Are you sure you just didn't edit it out, Paul? <laughs> yeah, yes. Do you ever get the days where you actually, oh, it's really raining hard. I don't want to go to the park and record anything today. So I'll just play one of my previously recorded loops in the background and pretend I'm in the park. No. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, I have a standing rule for uh, Jeremiah. If he is ever near Epcot and a thunderstorm rolls through, 
he needs to go stand out in the entrance plaza in front of Spaceship Earth between the, the toll booths yeah. and Spaceship Earth and record the rain coming down with the background music loop. I want an entire hour of thunderstorm. <laughs> Do you actually, and, and you can just stand there for an hour in the right. Well, it's, it's a large umbrella. They, yeah, they have those tip. big, um, the, on either side, there's those big overhangs. <laughs> so he can stand under that, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> the, the man will hate you. After that. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't hate me already. Yeah, dear right. Uh, finishing the email. Uh, I was last in Disney in April of this year and loved the new expansion of Fantasyland. And I do look forward to the trains. Love the show and hearing all about the Disney theme park news. Jess, Whitley Bay, Newcastle. Oh, Whitley Bay. Aye. I've had holidays in Whitley Bay. Uh, Newcastle. It's just like California. Beer. Newcastle as in the brown ale. Yes. Or, or the brune ale. <laughs> the old dog. As it's otherwise so thank you for that, Jess. Yeah. Um, is it, isn't, it, isn't it right that Newcastle... Like there, um, like England, sorry, is uh, it's illegal to wear coats. Is that right? Uh, only if you see the women on a night out. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of winter. I think it's some like local law or something like that. If anyone wants to correct us on that, they're more than welcome to it. Podcast at disasterart.com. Yeah, but but following on from that, we've, we haven't had one of these for a long time, so I'm going to do this bit. question of the day. I'm going to get in trouble with my chat. Anyone would think... Yeah. Carry on. Anyone would think that we're just trying to, um, like, show off our jingles to Paul. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the first first time in months I've nearly actually got round to checking the email. So, (laughs) oh, look, questions. Yes, people have emailed us. But I just just put out on on that note that Paul's only just checked the email for a while. I will be getting access to the email address this week. Um, please do send stuff to us because we will actually promise to read uh, your emails that you do come in I going know. forward. I know. I'll, I'll send you the, uh, the the webmail link to it. <laughs> this is a bad advert. <laughs> really bad advert for us. We're yeah, not going to work on them like, my, we've only like been mine. Running, yeah, we've only been running for over the year. Hey, I've got I've got Dusty from my shit on the other line. We've been cancelled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Stephen Maxwell, thank you very much for your question. Here's hey, asked, Steve. Yeah, he has asked the question: Will my Magic Plus know how many times I go to the toilet? Why is Why is that a dumbass question? <laughs> I, I don't know. He said it's it a, was. Um, is it's it a an important question. question. Is the answer it, yes? I uh, <laughs> there's I've got lots of answers to the year. I mean. <laughs> None of them are suitable. <laughs> um, they involve RFID chips, and they are what what used to be the the automatic flush to have to wave your hand or, or proximity sensors is now my magic band. Well, now they charge you per flush. <laughs> Build right to plan, your magic band. You can plan your flushes six min- months in advance. <laughs> that, that, that's only for the new ones in Fantasyland. I was going to say, yeah. I was actually going to say, the only place that my magic bands work are New Fancy Land at the Rapunzel, just because I want to see how long it's going to take them to get their money back. Yeah. <laughs> Every other toilet, they're just putting standard fast pass in. <laughs> fast pass in a toilet. I think that's a bad idea, guys. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, um, everything to happen normal speed in there. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, hang on. As I put down my beer, collect my thoughts again. 
and don't actually say what I was doing. Actually, Paul, a question that I want to ask you as, as you're based on the West Coast. Oh, that one, never, sorry. We've never asked. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why it was going to get confusing. No one gets confused when they say Nick today. Um, because you're on the West Coast and you know, we normally speak, uh, we normally do uh, focus on Orlando more. The toilets at Disneyland, yes. do they have Dyson Airblades? Uh, so, some do, some do not. Mm. It's uh, they're they're kind of you know when they break they'll replace them mm. with those, but not mm. uh, not too many of them. Okay, I'm a big They've fan. Got the, the original 1955 you know toilets and and the, you know the uh, the revolving the cloth paper towels you know yeah. those you yeah. know yeah yeah okay or, or the ones where you bang your hand against the switch and an asthmatic ant coughs on it. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Dyson Airblade. If I wasn't doing a podcast about Disney, I probably would be doing a podcast about the Dyson Airblade. Marvelous device. Dyson oh, after dark. <laughs> I, I, I'm still so stuck for names for this particular episode. <laughs> other, by the way, other other manufacturers of vacuum cleaner are available. Uh, Washing yeah, your we hands is mandatory. Dry them is optional. <laughs> and there goes a the jingle. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad this is being recorded. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> that, that, that may be a special episode on the toilets of Disney parks around the world. Yeah, restrooms after that. We can say different a podcast. An, an April Fool's episode. Maybe that can <laughs> yeah, it'd be an April Fool's episode that we actually take seriously. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh job. dear, oh dear. Um, <laughs> right. Should we move on anyway? Yeah. Why not? It's time for another jingle. Paul knows the show too well. Yeah. It, no, it's, it's this one now. Little, little bit of the Allman Brothers in the background for this one. Copyrighted. They wrote the song. I didn't for copyright reasons. There we go. Uh, and it, because. It's Cool Wall time. And there's a bit of theme to this week's Cool Wall. Gentlemen, I would like to know where on the Cool Wall you would like me to place, whether it goes down the totally cool sub-zero, or whether it goes on the, oh no, bit warm, seriously uncool. Uh, and I'm going to start with World of Motion for the can Top just, Gear theme. Can I just say, these these ones are, are strange because they're all defunct, they're all... They're all past you're giving it away. You're giving it away, and we haven't even got onto the second one yet. Oh, sorry. Oops. <laughs> this, this, Just edit that bit out. Uh, no. Fast forward. That would mean I have to actually do some editing. Well, this 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 um, this could be very. Depending on when these attractions are closed, this could be a very short segment for me. So I, I'm going to declare myself uh, no contest on that one because I never saw World in Motion. Okay. Me neither. Oh. Okay. And I've got no idea what's coming next, but I may not have seen any of them. <laughs> this this has really been well thought out. <laughs> I, I really didn't plan this one. Uh, okay, Paul. You don't say. <laughs> Paul, did you ever ride World of Motion? Which one are you talking to? Yeah, the, the only one that may have once ridden World of Motion, apparently. Oh, then yes, many times. Yeah. I didn't actually mind it. I thought it was quite nice. I loved it. I, yeah. I love classic Epcot Center. Yeah. It's, so I'm I'm going to place World of Motion actually down down the very, the, the cool end. Absolutely. There were some nice effects, like when you went through a tunnel and it went round you and you felt seasick. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. That was awesome. So Any anything that has that many audio animatronics is is awesome. It's fun to be free. So can you to, explain for our young listeners the most. or anyone under thirty um, what World of Motion actually was? Um, World of Motion is the previous car based exhibit before top uh, before Test Track. Okay. Yeah, before Top Gear. Before so top close. Gear. Yeah. I, you heard. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> It's the, I'm on IPA now. All right. Hey, I was I was on Top Gear here in uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. If you, I can send you a photo, it's, it's you can see me in the the hosts. Yeah, I'm standing in the crowd in the background. But who, who oh. was that? The American version with American oh, hosts. Or? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it was. Because I, I know I, I know you've had a few of the uh, a few of our English Top Gear episodes filmed out there as well. So yeah, the 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 real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't possibly say that. Uh, okay, it was audio animatronics, and you sat in a Omni Mover type vehicle, which I seem to remember, and went round and looked at the history of cars. Oh wow, really. that sounds pretty fun. It was, it was very nice, very slow moving ride. It, it's you know, it's not test track, but yeah, it was it was fairly cool and actually a decent ride. <sighs> okay then, well I'm see I'm on a losing streak here. So, which is why the next one was going to be Horizons. I missed Horizons by about three months, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've sat through Horizons. I've got the traditional holiday video of Horizons that I sat on with a massive, great VHS camcorder. sitting oh, yeah. on The full site sitting on my shoulder um, for it. So, I've got footage of the old Horizons, and I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, and, and any again, I can just you can clip out what I said before. Any of the old Epcot Center attractions are awesome, and again, this is a audio animatronic nightmare. You know, I mean, there was just so many of them in there. It's fabulous. I have yep. seen YouTube video of this one. It does look good, and and some of the dodgy backstage antics of uh, Hoot gives. Now, now. No. <laughs> Aye, some great footage of behind it. Well, I'm on a lose. I am so on a losing streak here that we're actually going to be ahead of time because, yeah, that's it. Well, I can still talk. Yeah. That um, you see, the side you're talking about is not the Disney side. I think, right? It's the non-Disney the, the, side the, that the they videotape. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What the, the visitor side, the guest side? Mm, not necessarily. No. Oh. <laughs> like uh, some various footage of behind the scenes and, and naked women in baths. Oh, right. Where they couldn't be bothered. Obviously, it wasn't seen by the drive vehicle, so they didn't dress them. Ah. Uh. And, and, and <laughs> so, so, such exciting footage of that, because, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's <sighs> like, when, you know, in Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, you got the, the lady that's, you know, says, you know, don't tell them, Carlos, don't be cheek. And, and, and you know, she, you only see her from the waist up, so they didn't give her anything from the waist down. <laughs> so you know, if you go back there, there's just, she's got a bare bottom, and and you know her her legs are there, very cold, very I would cold. Im- I would imagine so. Yeah, leaning out of that window, right for fifty some odd years. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be good for you. Can't be- All right, and I'm gonna. I, I want even more of a losing streak with this one because I've never been in it. The Wonders of Life Pavilion. No, I've, ah. I've been in the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Have you? Yes. When it was actually open. Yes, because it was, keep, open, it was open seasonally for a while. Yeah, I mm-hmm. kept seeing open seasonally, and every time I, I went out there, it's open seasonally. Never the season I'm out there. 
Apparently, I was there when it was in season. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> for, for want of a better phrase. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what's actually in there? Well, there was um, there was a cu- couple of things. There was a movie, which was the the making of me. I think was the movie. Right. Um, and it was pretty good. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good for for what it was dealing with. We took the kids in there, and it was it wasn't too embarrassing. Uh, I was going to say, Martin Short takes you through the process of creation. Yeah. But it was done, you know, it was done quite well. Uh, the, the race scene with the sperm was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'm not kidding. I, all I, my I, life, all my life, all I wanted, you know, I used to ask this for Christmas after Christmas after Christmas, was a way of Martin Short teaching me the facts of life. Yeah. I never knew that it was actually out there. It's there. Oh, man. All those years. I know. <sighs> So, so how many Disney films as Martin or Disney attraction films has Martin Short done now? Well, at least three yeah. I can think of. Well, he's done that. It was um, what was what he did after that? He did the sound show at uh, the MGM Studios. Well, that's he another did, one then. Yeah, he did. He does. Uh, is it Canada? It's really? Canada. Yeah, he's done Canada. And he's done Cinemagique. Of- Cinemagique in Paris. Yeah. 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 Wow, it's, <laughs> that, that's that's a heck of a CV. I believe as well he appears in It's a Small World. That's <laughs> one of the um, the Russian Canadian. No, one of the one of the Russian dancers. Oh, he's, he's a common. He's a, yeah, fair enough. No, that's why you, that's why you don't notice it's him because you don't expect him to be there. <laughs> but next time you go around It's a Small World, have a look at the Russian dancers, and one of them will look a little bit like Martin Short. <laughs> Whoever said we were actually factual on this show? That means they all look like Martin Short then. Well, it's better than they all look like Chucky. <laughs> actually, so, so you had you had never actually been in the Wonders of Life Pavilion. You you missed a good one. You really yeah. did. I, I'm sure it was open when we were out there because obviously you know I've seen Horizons and World of Motion. So, but I think I must have blanked it out somehow. Which is actually, why no, they closed it. Actually, no. There, there were recumbent bikes that you actually took for a cycle through. Yes, they they powered a a, a laser disc player. Right, that that took you through Disneyland. I seem uh-huh. to remember that being in there. Yep, you were there, and and a weird optical illusion that you can stand with someone who was shorter than you at one end of a room, and and you at the other end of the room. Martin Short. And, and I was going to say, was that Martin Short? Yeah, <laughs> Martin Shorter. <laughs> it it was well, Martin Tall. It, it may well have been, but like I said, I'm drinking now. So <laughs> there was a big thing where it was like tubes, and you you touched them, and one felt hot, and one felt cold, or it messed up your senses in some way there's all sorts of exhibits about the different senses and touch and sight and wow. different things so, so th- and don't forget body wars and cranium command were in yeah. there as well yeah mm-hmm. body wars which is star wars until you puke yeah that was a motion one wasn't it it was yeah, a bit yeah. like the fantastic voyage that old movie where you injected you went inside the body yeah, you know, I actually uh, the other day got yeah. a, got a <laughs> yeah. chance to talk to the guy who did the special effects for Fantastic Voyage. Wasn't there a, yeah. wasn't there a more modern film where someone gets shrunk to a certain size than injected in someone's? Yeah, that's right. Who what, was that guy? what was that it's guy's name? Awesome <laughs> it's like forget about Kevin Bacon. Okay, he's dead. <laughs> Ke- yeah, the- Kevin Bacon's the the normal filmmaking world. Yeah, the Disney filmmaking world revolves around Martin Short. That everybody's connected to Martin Short somehow. 
I believe it was uh, Inner Space, was that movie. Dennis yep, Quaid. That's right. Quite correct. And you, you travelled around the body of Martin Short. That's No, that, no. He tra- did, oh, yeah, it was Dennis Quaid, wasn't it? Dennis the other Quaid, yeah. Yeah, it was the other way. It was injected into Martin Short. Yeah. That's correct. Oh. <laughs> and there we go. Other Hollywood actors are available, but not as... Uh, not, not as inexpensively, though. <laughs> Apparently not, no. This is why Kevin Bacon has never done the... Uh, he was available on short notice. Oh, I think what you're looking for is something along these lines. No, no, that's the wrong one. Oh, yes, that's that me. Where's my sound effects gone? That one. Something like that. Very nice. One of the fi- the firehouse plus five uh, or plus two or whatever. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Cranium Command? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Cranium Command. Since we're talking about Martin Short, you got to talk about Cranium Command because that had everybody who was on television at that time. So who was in that? I can't remember now. So long ago, I can't remember. It's uh, like Hans and Franz. They were the left and right ventricles. Um, Norm from uh, from Cheers was the stomach. All right. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait was the adrenaline system. (laughs) Oh, he had to be. Uh, Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah, there was a couple more. I think he was the sarcasm gland. Um, but uh, you did know there's a sarcasm gland, right? Yeah, we, 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 we do that. Every English person. Yeah, we've yeah. got overdeveloped ones. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was really it was really cool attraction with the general knowledge uh, that was Corey Burton, who's a friend of uh, Window to the Magics, and uh, he was doing the the big general that was telling uh, Buzzy, the recruit, uh, you know, teaching him how to operate a 12-year-old boy, which on its face is not exactly the story you would want to tell. But Corey <laughs> Person is the, the, the very famous voice actor, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's famous in Disney, uh, Disney so, realms. Yeah. I, I was thinking, isn't he the lead singer of Korn? <laughs> so different. close. If Disney did a band made of corn, Corey would be the lead singer. You would be the sweet corn, yeah. Yeah. Oh, think if if that was the if if Disney if they put a Disney park in England, we, we've already had in our first few shows a anglicise the parks thing. But if that was the case, it would have to be Windsor Davis. Is still alive? I have no idea. And, and we're going to get some American listeners go away and Google Windsor Davis now or YouTube I, him just to... I can guarantee you we will have none of our American listeners <laughs> actually bothering with that. Yeah. Well, how do you spell it again? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not finding it. <laughs> I, I'll rephrase it. Brian Blessed. Oh, Americans know who Brian Blessed is. They must is. know who Brian Blessed is. Yeah, oh, Gordon's yeah. alive. Oh, Davies. Not, not, okay. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I didn't put the E in there. Ah, you see. Oh, anyway, um, okay. That I, was, I normally do four of these, so my fourth one was going to be the the good old fashioned the Imagination Pavilion when they actually had I let you go upstairs, which apparently is still open. Or is well, the, it's, it's it's still all still standing. there. Yeah. yeah, whether you can actually get up there. I, I, I love it. I love the narration as you walked up the stairs. In the future, people went up. That was pretty much, you know, that that was the whole narration. It was, 
for being an imagination institute, you know, or pavilion, it wasn't very imaginative. (laughs) I have seen I have seen footage of how you can get upstairs, which I'm not going to um, send people to because it's very naughty, and you know who you are. um, People that have done that, but um, yeah, so it is still there, and you you can technically gain access up there. Although there's there's not much left up there. It's pretty much. I wouldn't imagine anything's actually still plugged in. Well, no, I don't think anything was still actually alive, yeah. so to speak. But um, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Oh dear, oh dear, I don't know. I don't um, know that anything was plugged in back when it was running. Yeah, I, I barely remember some lights shining on a carpet tiles, and you stood in them, and they made a noise. Stepping tones. Something along those lines, yes. Yes. Or some sort of musical-based instrument where you just put your hand in a window frame, <laughs> wave, yeah, wave your hands about, and it played instruments. I think they're still there, isn't it? I, I'm sure I saw a band called Tesla doing something like that once. But, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, okay. Um, that's it, really. Not really much for Cool because no one's actually done them. We didn't run out of time, did we? No, well, no. not on that front, which gives us plenty of time, because uh, I'm going to keep talking for five minutes, because uh, the pub singer's a bit shy, and I'm going to have to drag him out to sing for us. Well, if, uh, I've also got a little bit of a soapbox, if you want me to uh, jump back on there at any point. Uh, tell you what, while, while you're having the soapbox, I'll go and drag the pub singer, because he's, he's, he's sitting at the bar at the moment. Oh. So... Uh, Probably getting drunk. Get him up. See if he can get a song out of him. Are you ready? Yeah. It's Soap Dishes Soap Yeah, I know know you're thinking, Paul. Another jingle. And you're right. I was just I was just thinking that the 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 professional voiceover guy was uh, on holiday that day. (laughs) Or is that him? No, no, that was a completely amateur voiceover guy doing that one. In fact, sounds very familiar to uh, <laughs> people on this show. I don't know who that might have actually been. Um, yeah, so going back to our Martin Short talk earlier and uh, the Russian dolls of It's a Small World, which may or may not be based on his likeness, um, I went into uh, one of my local Disney stores yesterday and uh, my wife uh, purchased... Um, I think the aim really was for our young daughter, but I think it's more for her. Um, a, it's a small world doll. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen these, but basically they've released replica dolls from the It's a Small World attraction um, from various countries around the thing, and uh, you press their their stomach and they sing in that um, nationality's accent i don't sing that uh, that language but i sing in that that vocal style uh, so we got a british beef eater um who sings it in a very posh mary poppins-esque way the it's a small world jingle now you might a think a beef eater singing like mary poppins well, look we never said that this attraction was uh, was ever correct in that way Right. Um, but but there you go. The, the, the dolls are very good, and I'm sure you're you're probably thinking that the reason I'm I'm actually getting on my soapbox is about these dolls or something to do with the small one. Actually, it's not. But there is something that I've noticed, not just in Disney stores in the UK, but Disney stores across the pond uh, as well in America, and that is the carelessness of staff. 
let me explain. When we went into the store, there was a display of these dolls. But there was um, there was like the, the Indian doll and the Hawaiian doll and the Japanese doll, but there wasn't an English one. So we asked the staff if they had one out the back, and they said, yeah, we'll go and check and, and got one out. She pulled out the two that they had, and both of them had pinch marks on the plastic. Now, for those unfamiliar, they're the kind of... Um, they look like weird coloured creases you get in plastic where things have just been held where they shouldn't have been, basically. Just mishandled. Now, that's, that's fine if you don't like your stuff looking brand new when you buy it or you go throw the box out as soon as you get home, which for a lot of people, that is the case. But more and more with collectible items at Disney stores, you get these little pinch marks. And it's just... All it is, it's just due to people not caring. That's all it is. We've ordered stuff from DisneyStore.com, and it's come in that condition. We've even had smashed boxes where they haven't been put in boxes properly. And people pay hard-earned money for this merchandise. And it just comes in the... It's just handled in the worst possible way and just gets you in the worst state. And yet, if you go into a Disney park, how many times can you actually say that the merchandise looks damaged? Everything looks pristine. So it's just got to be down to the, the lazy staff that they employ. And I can't put, you know, it can't just be that. It's got to be something else as well. But for anyone that works at Disney Store, both in the UK and America, please just think about what you're doing. Try and handle things with care. We're paying good money for this stuff, and all we ask is it comes to us, whether we buy it in the store or we order it online, it just comes to us in the condition that it should do. It makes me mad! Oh. Yes, thank you. Ship it nicely to us. That's all we ask. Exactly. Yeah. Too much to ask. Okay. Um, I've managed to drag him off the stall. Oh, oh dear. What kind of condition is he in? He's pinched. He, he... <laughs> <laughs> he's a That's little... one way of putting it. He's a little bit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he's, uh, he's added some tracks from Cinderella to his repertoire Ooh. today. Very good. So, uh, yeah. He's, uh... Sing along. This is how we get round copyright. <laughs> Uh, and and thank you, pub singer. Oh yeah. What I find quite scary is I understood every word of that. <laughs> I love supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's it's great. That Van Dyke's rule let himself go. He's asking if anyone's got any requests. He knows a bit of Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, Are we all? <laughs> Which bit? She says she's not Disney anymore. Oh, she, yeah. Anna. Come on, Paul. You're getting a hammer, well, fun. 
He's available for any requests anyone has for us. Yeah, you stop singing. This is why children's my parties, bar, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> this is why. This is why. You know, it's a, it's a shame that this isn't a video podcast because you know the, the sight we've just seen is is quite stunning enough up tonight. And uh, if you uh, can imagine full Elvis regalia, <laughs> but with hidden Mickey's all over it. Gonna say I can imagine it, and it was nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I preferred that version yeah. to Miley Cyrus's. Just, just personal preference. Yeah, he has promised if uh, if we get a few more five star reviews on on iTunes, he's going to twerk for us next week. <laughs> if, there, if there's any reason why we're not going to get any more <laughs> any reviews, it will be that reason. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, pulling up well, iTunes now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we're approaching time, gentlemen, please. So, um, yes. Should anyone have any requests for the pub singer, or just they want to tell us to shut him up, which we're not going to listen to, because I've got loads where that came from. Uh, <laughs> you can find our web... I'll do it probably this time. Yeah, go on. ...website at com, or email us at podcast at disasterdark.com, where... I promise we will start to read the emails. Yeah. <laughs> or you can find us on Twitter at DisAfterDark or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DisAfterDark. Or on the forums at micechat.com. Yes. Micechat.com. Yeah. That's me. You didn't know that, did you? That's, yeah. well, that was, that, me. That was <laughs> seamless. They thought I'd played another jingle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next Instagram, week it will be another ins- jingle. Instagram, Twitter, etc., etc., etc. Paul, he says, Yo. "Yeah, that you, that one. Where do they find you? You can find Window to the Magic online at windowtothemagic.com. dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter dot com slash wttm, and you can add us as your friend on Facebook. Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're there. Yeah, we said that there. Uh, that's it, right? Well." Yes, time, gentlemen, please. The bar is closing for the night. Thank you very much for joining us in the mouse's head. And we look forward to seeing all you dear listeners and audience in uh, two weeks' time. Thank you very much. Isn't that a a fortnight? Yeah. You also listen to Resort (laughs) Luke. (laughs) God blame me, Governor. It's a fortnight. (laughs) And there's another plug for another podcast that we have. (laughs) Cheers. Um, yes, thank you very much. He says, looking for the button that says outro music. Uh, and then when I press that, this happens. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others.
coughed there. Gordon's alive. See you later, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs>